the heat usually used to be 28. Uh, 30 was uh, about in October was 30. The average was around 28, 29. But nowadays, yeah, wow. yes, nowadays it has gone in the 35s. So I have max on my body. Okay, I don't. The, the Canadian weather, I think, also uh, has not helped. Uh, so this, uh, the, 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 the skin somehow, uh, the change was a little bit too much. So I had to deal. I had to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was um, a very encouraging uh, discussion there, Nathan. Uh, this discussion mm. here, I'm beginning to put them one hour as well. Um, there's just some other projects I have to take care of. Uh, doing a two-hour show, uh, those who do shows, Nathan, you, you understand. Uh, oh. A two-hour show just to prepare it. You need a whole week to do that <laughs> for, for, prepa for preparation. So I'm trying to mm. cut on the... But like Nathan is going to be doing a Sunday show... I may have to find uh, another day as well where I can compensate my uh, my other hour. But on Saturday, I'm going to limit to uh, to one hour. Um, for today, anyway, Dr. Musanje, I, I like opening. I, I know I'm going to to be having short short shows um, because of the way I open. Um, Dr. Musante, any wait for uh, New Year and uh, what is happening in your area over there? Uh, I'm happy that you have asked that question because uh, <laughs> okay. Happy New Year, Happy New Year to to everybody. Yes. Uh, I I want to say that uh, we here in the diaspora, we mm -hmm. Zambians. We have uh, issues. Uh, here in Philadelphia, we have a Zambian who died actually on the 28th, on the 27th of November. Mm -hmm. Nobody knew, knew this man until the embassy through Noah, who is uh, on the radio now. Uh, yeah. We heard from the embassy and uh, Noah contacted me. And uh, I went around and found out that, that there was a Zambian. I didn't know that there is a Zambian in Philadelphia, who I didn't know until he died. Now, I don't like to know people after they are dead. I want to know people when they are still alive. Yes. You know? Uh, this is just uh, the way I talk. Those of you who know me <laughs> know that. I, I mean good, but uh, Roger knows I talk like that. Um, <laughs> I don't want to know you after you are dead. Because I now I had, I had to know this man when his dad dead, but I did, I move now to see what can I do uh, for uh, for God, for this man. And I did a lot. Uh, I did the, what I could do. I found his family in Zambia, and they set up a GoFundMe, and they put a GoFundMe now. That's where I'm going. I don't like this GoFundMe is for funerals. Uh, so I'll talk about uh, Zambians and the uh, life insurance again. I don't know. I know that you don't like to hear this uh, statement, but please have uh, life insurance. We are tired of paying. We Zambians, we are spending too much money 
paying GoFundMe. This, this, we now, right now, in Philadelphia and, and the Florida, we have two GoFundMe's here in America, and they are also, both of them are struggling. And uh, I'm afraid somebody is going to get cremated uh, one of these days if we continue not taking life insurance. So that is my message. And let me cut it short and uh, let's hear what the other people uh, want to say <laughs> about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, message taken. Uh, the only thing, oh, uh, we may, as people who are in leadership, whether we like it or not, we, we mm -hmm. have to find an, another way of um, um, taking th this message. It seems we are stuck only to the old way of um, do, doing things. Number one, you should have uh, insurance. And that one has proved year and year in year out, Doctor Musanje, it has never worked. Uh, people don't have insurance. At the end of the day, uh, they follow what Jesus said: let the, the dead bury themselves. Uh, so when they die, who cares for them? It is us who are, who are living. Who, who, who care? Uh, there is need for us to sit together and brainstorm. Uh, insurance is not working. What is the best way? We are going to do this. I mean, we talked about this uh, in a previous segment. Segment, galvanizing our, our ourselves. Uh, what is wrong with the packaging of this uh, message? Maybe that is where the problem is. We don't know, but we need a very serious discussion. Uh, Go find me. No one even looks at it anymore. No one even wants to see it. No one wants to look at it. I, I, I can confess, Doctor Musanj, I've stopped. Contributing on GoFundMe, you know, uh, contributing on other things. Yeah. So uh, we we need a serious discussion, Doctor Musanji, a very very serious one. Uh, how we solve this, this problem? Criminating people shouldn't be a, a bad thing. If someone didn't have a GoFundMe, we should probably just make it very very clear. If you have no money in this, straight away you are. I don't think there's a loss. A lot of people are done that way. But thank you, Dr. Musanje, for, for that. Um, as always, you've shown leadership in this area, year in, year out. You are a lone wolf uh, crying in the wilderness as far as this message is concerned. Uh, keep it, Dr. Musanje. It reminds us of our responsibilities. Thank you. In, in Washington, D.C. Vakasoso. Makosa Mwishu. Mwane, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Mwane, Iku 2020. Tuafika, Tuafika, 2020. Tuafika, yeah, 2020. We don't know what 2020 uh, will bring. Um, but again, for me, I'm not one of those people who said uh, benchmarks, oh, this is my goal for 2020. No, I don't follow that stuff. I just roll. <laughs> I just roll. It just comes there. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Kashira on the road. Good morning. Is it still morning where you are? Or is it afternoon? Good morning. Good morning. Morning, yeah. morning Roger. Yeah. Yes. 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 Good, good to have you. Yeah. Yes. 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 I have, like I said in the post, I don't know if you saw it yesterday. I have a lot of information to give. 
uh, to, to, to the project. Whenever you're going to call uh, for the meeting, uh, I'll be there to provide uh, a full report. Um, that would be great. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a very encouraging no. experience uh, visiting uh, th great. those ladies at, uh, at the Mission Hospital uh, in... Yes. Is that... No, not Chisamba. Look, what is that look, area? Look, Chilanga. 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 I'm yeah. getting old like a nurse and forgetting names. <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Vayama, good morning. Badisewe, how are you? Happy New Year, Vachari, and welcome back home. Uh, uh, welcome uh, back to Canada. And, yes, uh, we missed you on the program, but uh, looking forward to hear what you have well, got. Yeah, of course. Uh, there, the information I, I, I set up a, a show for one hour, and I know just the introduction, my introduction on the radio. I like everyone <laughs> to participate. Takes about thirty minutes, mm -hmm. so by the time we start, mm -hmm. the show is even over. But uh, I will start changing. Start to discipline my, myself. See where we are. Good to have you, Ayama. You you sound your voice sounds uh, so encouraging and strong. Yeah. Um, Thank we, you. Very we much. need to talk on this. Yeah, we need to talk. Thank you. Uh, area code two two four two two four four nine nine three. Good morning. Okay, go. Good morning. Uh, two to four, you've indicated you want to say something. If you don't, that's okay. Uh, area code two to four, uh, last four numbers, four nine nine three. Good morning. Okay, I'll leave you alone. Um, brother Noel, brother Noel. Oh, no, no, I've jumped to Noel. Brother Noel, good morning. Good morning and Happy New Year and welcome back. Happy New Year. I told you I was going to pass through New York, remember? But uh, yes, 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 you did. It was kind of uh, hectic. The experience I had, <laughs> I have to write something. Our, 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 our cousins at the airport, those who do uh, check, you know, security uh, check. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Ah, ah, our cousins are rough, man. <laughs> oh my God, our cousins, man, and they put all of them. <laughs> All of them, there, there was no other, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> anyway, that is, for, that is for another day. So today um, I'm going to talk about uh, my uh, little trip which I made to uh, to Zambia. Uh, one month, was that one month? Yeah. And um, I've put it in two. Uh, the first one will be business, and the second one was politics. Uh, I, I did that and a lot of politics. Uh, Noah here, I didn't welcome Noah, I jumped to you. I did a lot of politics, canvassing, the way they do it in Iowa, you know, trying to convince one person at a go. Uh, there's still some work to be done um, by the other, other group. Why I think we need to change uh, government. Uh, to me, this issue, it doesn't even need to be a partisan issue. Uh, Zambia today, as it is, the, 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 the distress I saw in the country, I've never seen before. Mm. Like Nathan said on the radio, I visit every, almost every year. 
uh, the distress I saw this this time around, it is it it should not it, it, it's a no brainer. It, it, it's a no brainer. We just need if it's begging Mr. Lungu, he lets go of the instruments of power. He allows somebody else, not H H or not anybody, but he, he just needs to, to to do that for the sake of our our country. I'm going to report. I'm going to report on that. Uh, I don't know who wants to comment here. Just briefly um, on the foreign news, like also on the foreign news, what is happening about uh, the U.S. and uh, Iran. I bring up this because our brother, when he was President Obama, he left everything going well. Um, peace process, the 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 Iranians signed up uh, to agree uh, that there will be. Uh, how have we turned 180 degrees? Now we had a a, a, a brink of war, like a so-so. Uh, uh, just just like that. Has this this got anything to do? Remember those who follow uh, uh, international news. Um, they, they are prime minister. They are president. Uh, recently announced about the 50, I don't know if it was 50 million, 50 million or 50 billion liters of oil which they have found in northern, northern Iraq, uh, Iran. I, I don't know if it has got anything to do, but the question is, Wakasonso, how have we turned We were signing a peace process. Today we are on the brink of war. What has happened? Very, very quickly, and then we, we go to my reporting. That is the international news. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of, uh, you know, um, foreign policy uh, uh, mishaps and mistakes that are, are being conducted right now. Usually here in the United States, we don't fight wars because we are quarreling with other people. We fight wars for economic reasons. So if we are at the brink of war, the first thing we will ask ourselves is, are we going to do a retaliatory war that is devoid of economic interest? Uh, are we going to do that? And uh, I don't see Congress authorizing a war without economic interest, unless we are provoked. Well, Nathan, help me. Provoked how? Because Brother Obama was signing a peace process just like two Two years ago, and today we are talking about war. What has happened, Nathan? Uh, war president claims he has intelligence that the gentleman, the general who was killed, was working on some devious activities to kill, to destroy anything American. That's why they did what they did. And I listened to a few interviews on CN on on, on CNN. They brought different uh, political leaders from both sides. And there's one thing: although they have got different positions and opinions on the issue, there's one thing they all agree on: no one has seen that intelligence report. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and there's someone who wants to throw in. Who end, who, who, who yeah, who I think let, let, let me go. Yeah, let me go ahead yeah, and go, just go ahead, jump no. in briefly. Go, go ahead. Yeah, so I think this is one of, I think, the evil genius of Trump. 
because when I look at this situation in the Middle East, of course, just like Dr. Casonso pointed out, usually the U.S., uh, when it meddles in these other countries, it's usually for economic purposes. But I think on this one, it sort of is pulled a, a fast one on everyone, because when you look at the impeachment looming in the Senate, and mm. there were a few senators who were showing indication that they might sort of, I mean, uh, shift camp. I think it's the Montana lady, and I think there was also somebody, some lady from, I mean, just a few people, because the magic number that they're shooting for is 51. So I think, the, in my humble opinion, this is the evil genius of Trump in that he has sort of solidified the the support from the, the Senate, from the Senate Republicans, because Senate Republicans, I think, because there was that sort of uh, a little bit shift, but now that uh, most of the Republicans are pro-war, people like Senator, I mean, Lindsey Graham, those are people who actually came out just immediately and praised those attacks, because those are people that I think they are very much vested in this uh, machinery that is I mean, the, the companies or the lobbyists who are working behind this, because uh, when you look at the U.S., it's very much spread out in other countries, of course, where there are also, um, usually mineral wealth or resources and oil and things like that. So this is just the one way for Trump to to rally all the, the, the senators behind him, because these countries, what you must, I mean, this country, what you have to understand is when you look at CNN, uh, when there is no election, CNN is sort of like a little bit in the middle. Uh, of course, the Fox News is way much on the left, and then the right. MSNB is also, I mean, it's, Fox is on the right, and then MSNB is on the left. But one thing that I like about this country is the fact that when it has to do with something outside the U.S., they all behave like Fox News. I don't know if you've noticed that. All the news media, they rally behind and speak with one voice. So now the killing of this Iraqi, I mean, Iran general has solidified Trump, so he's assured of, of I mean, the votes if it comes to that. So that's my take on, on what is going on in the, in the middle. It's, it's sort of like his way of solidifying yeah, well, well, what well, he's pushing for. Yeah, well, well put. I, I, I agree with you. It, because it can't just be that man, he was uh, a bad guy, he was this and this. Uh, so uh, what the people are saying, uh, those who have been uh, li listening, uh, probably the Iraqis may have to vote, I don't know if it's today or tomorrow, uh, to ask the United States to, to move out of uh, the Iraqi, uh, Iraqi country. So that is where now things are going to be very, very tight. Um, Remember the Shiites uh, who control Iran are the majority in the in Iraq. So as you follow, uh, please be informed. Um, let's not be caught into uh, something. Kadabla, kadabla. Okay. Uh, I don't know where to to begin with. Uh, like like I said, I'm looking at uh, my uh, visit. Uh, it's time you go home, uh, Nathan. Uh, mm. Okay. People are different. And uh, I'm, I'm one of those people who just see this, this, what can this do? 
I'm sure you you saw one of my videos. I was talking to the uh, to, to the ladies. Uh, what yeah. attracted me at at that market, uh, talking to to the ladies, it is uh, how plentiful um, they had on their stores. Uh, this time being uh, being the rain season, everything is green, everything is is going up. Now, what worries me when I see those ladies, uh, year in year out, they are at the same same position. Like also same position. They don't grow, they don't go bust, they don't go bankrupt, but they are at the same position. Uh, and those are, are a lot of uh, situations uh, you, you you find uh, back home. Uh, in other words, what I'm trying to say it is uh, the opportunity you see when you are in Zambia uh, versus the opportunities which are here in the in, in the diaspora. Um, I don't know. The opportunities here in the diaspora, I don't know if it's really about money. Maybe you can go and borrow, uh, do a house equity and there. Uh, but in Zambia, for instance, I find um, this time of the year, there is, who knows that mushroom? Um, uh, I don't know why you call that in Kaonde. That mushroom which, what is that? Everyone had it. 
for my question to the <laughs> to the ladies at one of the my interviews in the markets I went. So I'm a lady who is buying from the other person. Since all of us, you have the same item and it's so plentiful. At you. Affordable. 
it is a good point, but remember our time, we never liked it. Whether no, it was cheap or not affordable, it wasn't just something we we ate, you know. But goats today have become very... What I did with my uncle, we have started a small project. Uh, I don't like... Uh, the only thing I liked about goats when I ate it mm. last time and this time, it is the offals. The offals, the insides, <laughs> which I think most people uh, enjoy, the insides. The actual meat doesn't taste well. So the genius me, what did I do? We started a project for smoking. And once you smoke this wakashira, it is pure game meat. The three items I've outlined, amasuku, mushrooms, goat, and this, tells you why a Chinese uh, national, when he lands in Zambia, is always smiling. When he hears a Zambian is complaining, a Chinese national just smiles. The opportunity they see in our country, ladies and gentlemen, in, in Zambia. Everything you look at, there is opportunity, there is opportunity for you to do something about it. Maybe markets might be a problem, but that was uh, just one of those things. My observation as a, as a reporter, which I thought um, if a lot of us were to pay attention to what is happening in, in our, our, our country, especially the members of the diaspora, this is one of the, I think, the areas, a value addition, which we continue, uh, Brother Alan, we are, are lagging behind. Uh, Alan, you, you, you go home, uh, usually. The holes, the holes, the holes. Um, uh, 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 value addition opportunities are just immense. And with uh, the fallen quarter, you will be surprised what you can do uh, just with a little bit of uh, uh, of, of, of small drama. Uh, what you can do. Say, for instance, the, the equipment which we are using to, uh, to smoke the goats, I had it made for about 1,000 quarter. Uh, which is the hundred dollars uh, for Bianchi. Hundred dollars. I had this all made up uh, one side, and I went for a small. And all these things are in Zambia. This was not in, uh, imported from anywhere. Even the, mm. the, the ideas. I went to Mr. Banda Nathan. You know him, Gilbert Banda. He went. Mm. Uh, he's one of his workers. Uh, gave me a, a fifteen-minute um, uh, tutorial. And there we are. My uncle is now in uh, in business. So that is my report on the uh, on the opportunities, especially uh, on the uh, value addition. Uh, to go in and find three quarters of the goods uh, in the shopping malls, which are now on every corner uh, in the country, um, they have South African uh, products. Uh, I, I think not only it's a government problem. But it is also our problem. Uh, we are the members of the diaspora. Uh, before I go on the government, on the opportunities of government, any any comments? Uh, I've spoken enough. We've got only 25 minutes. So today it's a short, short uh, discussion, and I'm going to keep them going. A a anyone who wants to say something? Uh, yeah, yeah. I want to say something, Roger, about uh, the 
the mushroom. Uh, I live in Pennsylvania, and we have uh, Kenneth Square. It's uh, I, I I used to do some businesses there. It's the largest uh, uh, mushroom producer in the United States. Uh, uh, for, uh, every, like the, they ship mushrooms all the way to California, uh, other places. The feathers, I think, in California, maybe even uh, uh, Canada. Then, but uh, Masuku, uh, we have different seasons in Africa. I'm sure they do have Masuku in Congo. I'm sure they have Masuku in uh, in. Uh, in, it's uh, somewhere in southern, uh, in, like in South Africa, and the season is different, you know. So we need to come up with a, with a way that, uh, you know, uh, when uh, Matuku is ripe in Zambia, we can uh, we can take them to uh, either South Africa or Congo or Kenya, then vice, vice versa, just like we do with uh, uh, fruits here in uh, in uh, in uh, in. Uh, in the United States, uh, Florida is known for oranges, and uh, California is known for vegetables, lettuce, and we can ship lettuce all the way from California to uh, to Florida to Pennsylvania, you know, and everywhere. So it, just like you, the earlier conversation you had about the diaspora, we've been exposed to all this kind of information and how to package the things and how to uh, uh, ship them. So thank you for bringing that uh, 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 to us, and, and uh, another thing, you should have taken a lot of pictures and then shoot them to people like Bianchi. Uh, that would have been nice, you know, if you'd have taken the, uh, pictures and show us, uh, uh, Roger. But uh, that's all I had to say for now. Uh, okay, I, I took action. Yeah. Yes, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, someone yeah. is talking. Yeah. My, my observation, uh, you know, about Zambia is, you know, there's a minute. Uh, percentage of the population that is uh, that lives in, a, in, a, in crazy luxury, you know. Uh, but for the majority of the Zambians to live their living, we can't run away from government intervention. Now, I'm not saying government takes over forever. The government has to be the instrument to jump back the Zambian people, you know, because uh, if, if when you're talking about if she cannot buy food for today, how is she going to think of investing 1,000 kwacha in a something that can preserve uh, the, the, the war or whatever it is so that you can tell them later. Those are the things that the Zambians are grappling with. Because I had the same question. This thing that we're doing, I was like my, 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 one of my sisters, you, you say we charcoal here. Uh, but when you say we eat everything, how about you eat some of it and everything? But then you look at the people, they are hungry today. You know, so for them to save for tomorrow, becomes like, what are you talking about? I die today for tomorrow? So that's why my thinking is there's got to be at a certain point the government intervention. Like here, when Ford Motors and the motor company were dying, the government boosted them up. When they're able to stand on their own, the government pulled out. There's got to be now. It's a mechanism. How do we manage that? How do we do that? To help the majority of our population get out of those situations, the government and private sector partnership has to be there. You know, the, the, the Chinese come to make their own money. South Africans are coming to make their own money. But we've got to find a way in which we can protect our people and help them get to a place where they can stand on their own. Yeah, so uh, just to add on, I think uh, when it comes to the food that, food that we have in Zambia, I think we in the diaspora need to take advantage of, because uh, I look at this from a healthy point of view, in that mm. the food that we eat here, 
and the food that we grew up eating in Zambia. Though the food that we grew up in Zambia, I think it was much better. And when you look at the, in the Americans, what they do is wherever they travel, Americans like to eat what they eat. So they take their food uh, with them. So people ask, how do Americans take their food? They send you McDonald's, you have a Burger King, you have a pizza parlor and all these places. Those are typical American food. But when we as Zambians come to this country, we are the only people, maybe Africans, uh, we can exclude the pe people from the West. But most people in the southern part, we do not bring our own food. The Mexicans, they have Mexican stores where they sell the same food that the Mexican will eat or Latino will eat back home. It's found here in the U.S. God, it's one of the foods that they eat. But when you look at our people, we have to look at this from an investment point of view and look at how can we take advantage. For instance, I have a friend who has uh, honey in Zambia. So he was asking me, is it possible for me to send this honey there? And then I'm, I was telling him that, no, we have to look at the logistics because this thing has to go through, I mean, testing. It has to have the labeling so that at least it's, I mean, it's acceptable on the American market. But those are things that I think it's not necessarily up to the Zambian government, but it's up to us in the diaspora getting organized just like we, mm. I mean, we got organized just like, I mean, when we had to respond to some people and people say, oh, actually there are people in the diaspora who are sending money, which is very, I mean, helpful on the ground. So when you talk of it, the mushroom, there are people, I mean, with the, all kinds of products that are just sitting there. I think it is us in the diaspora looking at ourselves, how can we help our fellow I mean, our fellow, I mean, folks back home. So it's not necessarily the government. I think we just have to regroup, reorganize, and come up with a better strategy because those things can be shipped here. We can open up places, I mean, stores and restaurants that we eat the same masuku, amasuku that is there back home. So that's, that's my contribution. Okay. I, I, I like that. Uh, both you and uh, we also mentioned about uh, sh shipping. So when we were talking about preserving, say, Uwawa, uh, maybe some of us here in diaspora will, will be, will be the, the, the customers. Uh, the other day I was asking a gentleman who is a, from Tanzania, he has an African shop. So he has encouraged me to go and look for an ex, export, or is an import uh, license if I want to start bringing, say, uh, dry fish. So those are some of the, uh, the, the things. Uh, by the way, I, I came with some dry fish. Those uh, people here with orders, uh, please uh, let, let me know. Um, you pay, you pay your, 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 what? your shipping, and uh, I'll charge you for the fish just, just, just a little bit, no, no, not too much. Well, I've got extra capenda, so we'll do, we can do that. I'm just kidding. Um, let me go forward. My experience also, which I thought is an opportunity, Nathan, and that is when I went to get my NRC, because this time around I'm so serious about voting. I really want to go and vote in 2021. Probably this is one of the projects, Nathan, I don't know if we can call our ambassador again or our ambassadors to bring them. If we cannot vote, they produce the paper how much uh, they adore us eh? after that fight with uh, with Lusambo 
how much mm. they, they care. If they cannot, Nathan, bring a, a ballot papers here for us to vote, at least we should be able to register. Some of us should be able to register. So that when you go to Zambia, remember uh, registration and voting, they are two different times. Uh, but the, 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 the time frame is very, very, you know, very close to each other. And you cannot get vacation just like that. So one of the things I think we need to push our embassies is to allow us at least at a minimum for us to, uh, to register for, 20, for 2021 elections. In the, in, in the diaspora. We need to register. We should do, hold yeah. this under tender. Uh, he, he wrote that letter to saying how much they care about us. So we, sh we, 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 need, yeah. to, we need to do that. So, Roger, uh, I like that I point saw, you have raised. I like the point you raised about uh, registering, the time frame between registering and actual voting. So yes. that because if a person has not registered, they will not think about it. They can't vote. You know what I'm they saying? They can't vote. That's a, that's a very important component. I think let's, let's pursue that project. That's very critical. Yes. We, 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 yeah. Because uh, it's, I think it's, I don't know if it's 90 days before the elections, they stop registration. So they start compiling the, the voters, uh, whatever. So 90 days, who is going to get 90 days, you get time off, you go and register, and then within 90 days you should be back in Zambia to vote. That's not going to, to happen. So if there is one thing we should all rally behind, it is this. Anyway, let me go to the opportunity I saw there. Uh, this was, a, Brother Charlie, this was a nightmare, Brother Noel, um, when I went to uh, register or to, to do my NRC. Uh, here we go. Uh, are we all ready? What's the way? Brother Noel? Are we ready? Yeah, we're okay. ready. So I lost my, I don't know where I misplaced. I've been moving countries for too many. So I lost my NRC. I went to Zambia. I need the NRC. So I go, the first place where I go to is uh, the registration office near, is it? Is it no? Ah, nothing. Is it Kamwata? No, not Kamwala. 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 Yeah, near Kamwala there, the registration right? place. Mm. So you go to the registration place. The registration place tells you, uh, since it's lost, you need to go to the police station uh, to get a police uh, report. Thank you very much. I go to the police station. Police station tells me, okay, before we give you the report, go and pay. Uh, how much was that? 67? Kwacha? Something like that. Go to Invest Bank. Go and pay. Now that's number three. Invest Bank. So I go to Invest Bank. I pay. Then I go back to the police station. They issue me with uh, uh, police missing police report. So that takes me one day. Uh, the following day, I go to registration uh, again in the afternoon they say i'm late i have to come back tomorrow okay i i i leave my paper and uh, tomorrow I, I should go uh, to process the nrc i arrive early in the morning eight o'clock the place is packed the place is full so i line up in one line it takes me about 30 minutes in that line nothing uh then i reach the window 
just to tell me, okay, go to the next room there to window number two where they're announcing names. Uh, they'll call your name and they'll give you the receipt. So I spent 30 minutes lining up in the, in, in the line, I think 45 minutes or one hour in, in the line. <coughs> Excuse me. And then I go to the next line. Uh, I find the lady, she has already called the name, so she said, go back to the first window. Uh, they are going, go back to the first window where you were. So I go back to the first window. I, I line up another 45 minutes. Uh, so they, fi they find my, uh, my paper. They, they find it. Next, they tell me, go to that window. Go and pay uh, 313 uh, so that it can be processed. I go and line up uh, on that window. It was another 45 minutes. After I line up there, then I'm told, go and line up to window four. Uh, that was an hour. The line was a little bit longer. On window four, they get my details, everything, my village, my name, my tribe, my everything. Uh, what? Okay, you wait. Then go to window six. Window six, uh, the lady there was uh, getting the, the sum. Ukufatika. Uh -huh. you, you, you get a, a, a sum. Uh, that was another 30 minutes. Uh, then after that, I go to another window to line up to go and get my um, my head. Um, a, a photograph. Picture. I take the mm. photograph. Then I go back to window eight to go and see, to go and choose which one is my photograph so it can match with the information. Then I choose. Then I go back to window, I think that was window nine. Uh, then I was given uh, the NRC. It was, it was done. This process took me from 8 a.m. until just about 17 hours <laughs> to finish. Congratulations. <laughs> um, Yankee, I'm talking about getting uh, an ID, a national ID. That process I was trying to, uh, to explain. So you're saying it took 8 a.m. to 5, 5 p.m.? You say three yeah. days? Oh, three days. No, 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 no. Two days. The, f the first day, I went to, to, to registration. I went to the police. I went to the bank. I went back to the police. And then I went to the rich to, to leave the paper. Then the following day, two days. Yeah, but that's the day to me. Oh my God. Ah. Roger, let me ask you. you let me ask you a question, Roger. Let yeah. me ask you a question. In your village, who yeah. is the head person? Who is the head person in your village? Your village have a chief. It's not a village. We're in town, Bianchi. I'm talking about village. your house. Hey, what, no, where you come from? Where you come from? Where you help the person with the smoker? Who's the head person in that area? What, no, that was in the there, village. That's that's in town where my uncle is doing smoker. Anyway, I understand your question, Pianki. Um, I don't even know who's the village headman. I just know I come from Kasemba. So. Okay, let me say this: in Kasemba, whoever the head person is in Kasemba. That's your government. Leave Lunger alone. Edwin, what's his name? Edgar. Leave Edgar alone. That is your government right there in your village. 
So the opportunity, yeah. gentlemen, I found here, uh, whether government is uh, would be willing if we can find an opening. Um, here in Okotoks, it takes me to change my uh, my ID. Takes me how many minutes, Nathan? At most in the line, ten minutes. At most, ten minutes. Done. To get my my ID or my driver's license. Done. We we saw yesterday people are complaining about Ratsa, a new year they're getting new licenses. Two days, nothing is 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 is, is happening. Uh, wow, this is a, a challenge, brother Charlie. Wow, this is a, a could be seen as a challenge. Uh, I, I saw it more of an opportunity. A uh, question I'm asking is, uh, Brother Noah, do we have tech uh, savvy guys, those who can do programs? We rescue our country. This is just one area. Uh, I saw a lot of computers, USAID computers there. I don't know what they do. But three quarters of the people, Nathan, were just writing. At every yeah, window I you go, they're writing with a pen. Yeah, they're writing Gloria, with a pen. What you had there, I think it may even be, uh, it must have, might have been even a better experience for some people. It takes, like, you get frustrated because those people, they frustrate you to an extent that you even just bribe them to get things moving, So, which is unfortunate. So getting it done in a day or two or even one day, I think it's even a better, a better I mean, deal. Because most people, especially when it comes to passports, well, it's, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. I was speaking in English, so it helped a little bit. But if you just go with yeah. the local language, no one wants even to talk to you. Yeah. No, I think those are areas where I think we need to regroup and channel <laughs> through the embassy and figure out a system. I, I, I just want to, I know we are almost running out on time. I just want to point out that back in 2014, 18, one of my friends worked out a project where it's the same system that the police use, I think something similar to what they have here, where you are speeding, they give you a ticket on the spot, and then you go and pay at some location. So that most people you would think, oh, that's even a better system in Zambia, but that was dismissed. It was dismissed, not necessarily that it was a terrible project or anything like that. It's, so, it's, it's sort of tied the hands of those people who are benefiting from the loopholes. So that is something that we also have to overcome. A better system was put out on the table. It was thrown out because it would have tied the hands of those who are benefiting. So that's some other thing that we have to figure out. How do we avoid corruption? Because some of these things, getting an NRC, it's something that can happen just in a few minutes. Like here, you go to the BMV, 10, 15 minutes, you're done. They can do that in mm -hmm. Arabia, but the mm -hmm. system is designed to frustrate you so that you bribe someone to help you. <laughs> and like, like, like I said, um, 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 this was Raja. like 400 people. Uh, Raja. It was a big place. So 400 people yeah, had nothing to do the entire day. Yeah, go ahead, Bersai. Roger, it would be interesting to find out from the government department that is responsible. Can we maybe a permanent secretary or a director general the program? And just we can walk us through the issues that they face, what causes that in, the, uh, in 2020 we are still facing 
those situations because I think some of the challenges here is a little bit easier because for years, the moment you are born, uh, your fingerprints, your, your footprints and everything, there's a record system. So for the past at least 20, 30 years here, as long as you are born somewhere on the soil and, you, you know, you went to some kind of medical facility, those records are there, which can trace all the way through getting an, uh, or driver's license, state ID, all these things, which that kind of trust is not available in Zambia. So maybe if we understand the, their challenges, we know what it should look like, but what are their challenges? And they try to address all these issues, starting from the point of origin. Because if you put a product that has a point of exit, it may not tackle the issues that are you know, at the point of uh, origin. Yeah. Um, again, our government, uh, they've come up, uh, those who follow uh, this diaspora stuff, they've come up with the uh, diaspora policy, uh, which I don't know if it's making any movement. It was sponsored by International Organization for Migration, uh, and it's been given to government. We don't know what's happening. So I think we need to get in touch with uh, the foreign ministry, uh, see uh, where we, we, we can uh, be of uh, help. Uh, appreciate, Brother Noah, what you have said. Uh, corruption uh, plays. This is why corruption is, is, is so bad. But this window can be, can be fixed. I think uh, there is an opportunity there. I want to improve uh, uh, the, the systems back home, and possibly we can make some money. My one hour is uh, over, uh, like I put it, uh, it is uh, over. So I'm back, fully back. Let's uh, keep talking. We don't know what we can come up with. So uh, we want to ship some mushrooms. We want to bring some mushrooms here or some fish or something. And uh, let's see if government can be responsive to some of uh, these things, if we can uh, be of, uh, of help. Okay, we meet next week same time, uh, 11 a.m. Uh, Eastern. Uh, we start at 10 with Nathan. Uh, my shows, I think, will be one hour as well, because there's quite a bit I need um, to, uh, to do. So thank you so much, uh, everyone, for uh, being with us. Happy New Year, and uh, let's see if we can be of help to Malazambia. I didn't say anything about politics. Uh, I'm sorry about, about that. Uh, I'm sure there is time to come. Have a good weekend, everyone.